the sixteenth day of the month. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. Psalm 34, verse 6. If you close your ear to the cry of the poor, you will cry and not be heard. Proverbs 21, verse 13. Today we begin a consideration of the Beatitudes. The translation used each day is that of the Jerusalem Bible. Beatitude 1. How happy are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We are most accustomed to Matthew's version of the first beatitude quoted above. Luke says simply, happy are the poor. So who are meant? Those who literally have no possessions? Or those who, having possessions, nevertheless know the limits of these and therefore seek spiritual riches? Is it necessary to exclude one of these options? Do not both the literal poor and those affluent persons who admit to their spiritual poverty have the same sense of decency and of gratitude when their cry for help is heard. Further, both make legitimate claims upon those who are in positions to assist them. We are commanded to alleviate the suffering of the financially poor as we ourselves have ability. We are also called to assist the poor in spirit by sharing with them whatever spiritual resources we ourselves have been given. The kingdom of heaven consists of mutuality as well as of grace. Opening Prayer God of the poor, from riches of your grace, you share your bounty with all who are in need. Provide for the hungry and the homeless and teach us to do likewise, so that none may be prevented by physical circumstances from loving and serving you with joy and strength. So also provide for all whose spirits suffer poverty that none may doubt your goodness or overlook your faithfulness. Above all, prevent us from thinking we are rich in spirit, if instead we are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked, lest our self-deception separate us from you. This we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ, who, though he was rich for our sakes, became poor, so that by his poverty we might become rich. Amen. Psalm 41. Happy are those who consider the poor. The Lord delivers them in the day of trouble. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. They are called happy in the land. You do not give them up to the will of their enemies. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed. In their illness, you heal all their infirmities. As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies wonder in malice when I will die and my name perish. And when they come to see me, they utter empty words while their hearts gather mischief. When they go out, they tell it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They think that a deadly thing has fastened on me, that I will not rise again from where I lie. Even my bosom friend in whom I trusted, who ate of my bread, has lifted the heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up, that I may repay them. By this I know that you are pleased with me, because my enemy has not triumphed over me, but you have upheld me because of my integrity, and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen.
Welcome to the seventh Sunday after Pentecost, beginning with the book of Genesis, chapter 25, verses 19 through 34. Now these are the records of the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean, of Paddan Haran, the sister of Laban, the Aramean, to be his wife. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife, because she was barren, and the Lord answered him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, If it is so, why then am I this way? So she went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord said her, Two nations are in your womb, and two people will be separated from your body, and one people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. When her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. Now the first came forth red all over like a hairy garment, and they named him Esau. Afterward, his brother came forth with his hand holding onto Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was sixty years old when she gave birth to him. When the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the field, but Jacob was a peaceful man, living in tents. Now Isaac loved Esau because he had a taste for game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. When Jacob had cooked stew, Esau came in from the field, and he was famished. And Esau said to Jacob, Please, let me have a swallow of that red stuff there, for I am famished. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, First, sell me your birthright. Esau said, Behold, I am about to die, so what use then is the birthright to me? And Jacob said, First, swear to me. So he swore to him, and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank, and rose and went on his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For what the law could not do, weak as it was, though the flesh, God did sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and as an offering for sin. He condemned sin and the flesh, so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mind set on the flesh is death. But the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so, and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. However, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the Spirit is alive because of righteousness." But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9, and then 18 through 23. That day Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea, and large crowds gathered to Him. So he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd was standing on the beach. And he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell beside the road, and the birds came and ate them up. 
Others fell on the rocky places where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprung up, because they had no depths of soil. But when the sun had risen, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them out, and others fell on the good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is the one on whom seed was sown beside the road. The one on whom seed was sown in the rocky places. This is the man who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet he has no firm root in himself, but is only temporary. And when affliction or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he falls away. And the one on whom seed was sown among the thorns, this is the man who hears the word, and the worry of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. From the Methodist Prayer Handbook for 2022, this comes from the Center for Legal Aid, Assistance, and Settlement uh, in Pakistan. We pray for all victims of religious intolerance and for all who are imprisoned for their faith, denied their right to be with their loved ones, We pray for all those suffering from different standards of justice for rich and poor, and for all victims who are persecuted and face discrimination in every walk of life. May God bring justice so they can rejoice and give wisdom to people working for justice. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. 
Amen.